you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. It's hard to believe that there's nobody out there. It's hard to believe that I'm all alone. At least I have her love, the city, she loves me. Lonely as I am, together we cry. The problem is, I, I've heard it. I don't know what it is. Is that Hootie and the Blowfish? What? No. I no. What? <laughs> what is it, bro? Under the Bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Oh, I thought you guys were going to get that one. No. Uh, Tyler sucks at music. What's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys. Um, this week, joined by Laurel Macanudo. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. So, um, we haven't been keeping up with our weekly se- segments, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I want to start out with the analogy <laughs> before oh, we forget. Thing. I actually have my word this week. So, but start oh, with the Oh, man. Yeah. Firing all cylinder- cylinders. All right. Uh, so, uh, Laurel, I'm going to give you an analogy. And you have to complete it with a cigar. Okay. If Menudo were a cigar, what cigar would it be? Is everyone familiar with Menudo? That's a Spanish dish, right? Yes. It's like a soup with made with um, yeah. cow stomach. Wait, have you guys, have you guys had it? No. no. Oh, oh, that might be a bad one then. I mean, I personally haven't had a Tyler. I don't know no, about we you. We don't do that in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I've had it like oh. once or twice. See, I, I don't like the idea of it at all, but it's tasty. Yeah. I'm trying to think no, I get that. Maybe a brand. I don't know. I, I really don't have an answer for my end. It's just a question for you guys. Tyler, you can chime in oh, too. Oh, great. Uh, uh, I feel like to be like a bundle cigar. Like you don't like the concept of it, but it's surprisingly good. Yeah. Well, hey, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a good. Uh, I so a while ago, I I smoked a bunch of different bundles, and the best uh, natural or Connecticut I had was the Odyssey. You guys do. I did the Odyssey. I did the um, Ashton Premium House Selection, and I did the Oliva Forty Oliva Connecticut. And the Odyssey okay. I thought was the best, and it was like. Two dollars cheaper than the rest of them. I think it's like two twenty-five for robusto. Yeah, they're not expensive at all. I so, mean, it's not a bad cigar for being a bundle cigar. I mean, it's probably not something that I would pick up and smoke all the time, but for the price point and for what it is, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty freaking good. Yeah, so I guess that would be yeah. If you went the bundle route, um, that checks out. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Um, do you have yeah. a word you said, Don? Or no? I do. Yeah. Back to uh, the Menudo, though. I almost wanted to say Leaf by Oscar. I love the idea of the leaf around it, but it kind of just kind of looks weird to me. Okay. Throws me off a bit. So then that's the opposite because you like the idea, but you don't like the product. Whereas the Menudo, you don't like the idea, but you do like the product. Yeah, okay. I, will, I won't say that I <laughs> dislike the product. I don't like the look of it. Uh, I think it's a decent smoke, though. Fair enough. Yeah, those were all the rage like three years ago. Now, uh, not so much. I still see them at 
you know, to some capacity at most places I go, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that seemed, I would agree with you, Tyler, that, you know, it was kind of peaking maybe two, three years ago where everybody was talking about it. Yeah. Um, that I really, though. yeah, the Corojo, I, uh, I liked a lot. Yeah. I've always enjoyed the cigars that I've had from Oscar, but it's probably been about a year since I've smoked one. Dom, what are you smoking? I know Tyler, you said you're smoking the, the vintage right now. Uh, Inspirado Green, and then, oh, the then we green. do the vintage, yeah. Uh, this is the Pichardo. I think it's the Habano by Ace Prime. Okay. We had Miguel Chaudel on a little bit ago. I think that's my favorite in the line. Awesome. Uh, Miguel's the best. I love- He's cool. Love Miguel. Yeah. Yeah, we screwed up one of our recordings. It just didn't record. <laughs> and so we had to ask him if he wanted to do it again, and uh, he was down, so that's appreciate awesome. that. It was a great one too, Miguel. He's Miguel's been on twice now, or okay, he's been on three times. Twice has been recorded. <laughs> uh, well, you get a trial run. <laughs> yeah, Laurel, are you are you also in Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the Milwaukee area. So, do you guys get crazy thunderstorms throughout the year? Not all that often. I mean. Mm-hmm. I always get excited because I actually very much enjoy thunderstorms and they're always like disappointingly short or not that intense. Um, We had one the other day that was pretty good that tore down some trees, but in general, no, we don't get really bad storms here. Brutal winters, not terrible thunderstorms. I'm in the Bay Area and this morning out of nowhere, we just had a thunderstorm and I, I don't think we've had one for maybe three years or so. Really? And I didn't even expect i didn't look at my phone to see any warnings but just woke up to it it was pretty cool i've got family in the anaheim area and they came out to milwaukee last year for um our wedding and uh they had come out a couple days ahead of time and they were telling me that there was a thunderstorm that kind of came through the chicagoland area because they went to chicago where um our whole family is originally from and like yeah we probably looked like crazy people just standing outside watching the thunderstorm it was so cool but we never get thunderstorms you know it's like my uncle grew up here so he's used to them but all of their kids i mean they grew up in california so yeah i missed it not that i've ever lived anywhere other than california but uh i used to live in the valley and we had a little bit more more thunderstorms there than the bay okay um Real quick, not related to anything. Hey, uh, Matt Booth, if you're listening to this, um, what's happening with the Shadow Army? Because I had the la- I had the box sent to me, <laughs> and I messaged the Shadow Army account, and uh, it's, that was like a week ago, and it's just sitting there. Now I have to move with it. I don't know who to send it to. What the fuck's in this box, first of all? I can't tell you. You have to just get it if you're in the Shadow Army. Is it like one of those mystery boxes that gets sent from one person to another to another? Yeah. And uh, you take something out, put something in. Cool. It's a good concept as long as everyone puts in something good. Yeah. Garbage. Great. Like the little free libraries you see all over. Sometimes there's like yeah. a lot of really great books. And then you go a couple of weeks later and you're like, these all suck. I've never, I've never been to one. I never stopped at one of those and I never will. There used to be one in my old neighborhood that I would pass all of the time. So um, I started, there would be a couple books in there that I was interested in. And then I would just start to bring my old books and actually kind of participated in it. But where we live now, there's not one that's easy. So like, I'm not going to go seek it out. But if there happens to be one on my route, I will participate. Where are you living now? Or what? 
Um, we're city? right out by Miller Park, so um, National and Miller Parkway. So if you know where, like, the like the VA, yeah. literally right across the street from the VA. Well, then I'm like, I moved to, I bought a house in West Dallas, so. Nice. I'm on uh, 60, I'm by Johnny Hammer, 63rd in Lincoln. Okay, yeah, so we would be 46th and National. Yeah, so you're like five minutes from me. Yeah, nice. Um, I know Dario lives up in that area, too. I think he's like 59th in Greenfield. Yeah, uh, Dom Dario works at uh, Yulee's. That's how I met Laurel Yulee's. In fact, I was going to talk about um, one of the when I started going to Yulee's, um, I was joking around with you. And it was like me, you, and Tom. And you're like, okay, new kid, you, you're, you haven't been here long enough to be joking around. Do you remember that? <laughs> you're like, pipe down. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I'm sorry. Yeah, that was, uh, what, five, six years? Oh, I don't even know how long ago that was. Uh, but that brings up a good question. How do you guys know each other? Uh, uh, through cigar the- shops. Yeah, through local cigar shops. Yeah, Tom always brought out the worst in me. <laughs> oh, Tom, yeah. Tom, he's, uh, I just um, saw him a couple months ago. Um, he's uh, selling cars now. Yeah, he's over at um, a dealership in, I think, West Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. So they seem happy. And him and Ariel live up kind of by us as well, probably closer to you now. Yeah, um, um, by Havana. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tyler and I just... I used to work at Yulee's and then you would come in there and then, cause you would just come in there as a customer cause you were just at Southwest full time, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the job at Havana and then subsequently Lake country. So yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's probably been what, seven years since I met you. Yeah. How long, when, when did you get hired from, uh, by general? So I left Yulee's in September of 2016. Wow. And I had known you for a few years prior. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm rounding my four year anniversary with General. Wow. Yeah, I still remember when we went down to uh, uh, Hyde Park and Blue Havana. That was the first <laughs> time. I'm, that was fun, dude. Blue. Yes. Uh, well, I love Blue Havana. I go there a lot because okay, I, I love Connie. But uh, I haven't been back to Hyde Park. But that was an interesting uh, um, place. I like that place. Yeah, and they remodeled too. Um, I don't know, it's been a while since I've been there, but the whole inside of the store with like the open humidor concept has been remodeled. And then I think they worked on the lounge a little bit too, because it was that like uh, detached almost apartment that was just the lounge. It was like a trap house, yeah. <laughs> um, you And then they, uh, it was, yeah, they were cool. Like, oh, you're with Laurel? You're like, smoke whatever you want, drink whatever you want. You know, it was, it was pretty dope. Um, and then uh, I, I think I smoked the Caldwell, uh, Blind Man's Bluff, and then something else. But yeah, you would. It was middle of winter. It yes. was fucking freezing out, and then um, you would you um, pick out your cigar, pay for whatever, and then you um, go out the back door, walk along uh, a wall in the building, and then you go into an apartment, and it's like two apartments with the walls torn out or whatever. Yeah. And they had like rundown chairs, and then like cigar. Uh, uh, metal signs everywhere. I mean, it was, it was a really cool vibe, you know, but it was just The like, people there are super nice. Yeah. And we always do really good events with them. Like, the, the customers there are super supportive of our brands. Like, they love Rick when he comes in with CAO. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big flathead account for us. Oh, okay. Um, and, yeah, and they've got a couple different locations. So, 
there's the, the Hyde Park, and then um, I go to the one out in, oh, not Countryside. Yeah, that's Casa. Yeah, uh, that's Casa. I'm trying to think of um, Homer Glen. Homer Glen. Habano's Homer Glen. Uh, okay, they just yeah. had a, a Macanudo big promotion this past week, but yeah, so they're they're good guys. I like going down to see them. But yeah, I think the situation was like you wanted to go visit cigar shops, and I was like, well, yeah. I'm going down to do an event. You can come with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember. It was, that was fun though. That was uh, like that's like you know we um I was doing a we were doing a Zoom meeting with Mo last night from Patina and. So Mo owns his own cigar brand, and I'm like, dude, next time you go to Nicaragua, I'm always inviting myself places. So I'm, I'm like, Mo, next time you go to Nicaragua, can I tag along? And then um, he called me up. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to Nicaragua either next week or two weeks. I'm like, all right, I got my passport. Let me book the ticket. You know, it's like if I have, you know, if somebody willing to let me tag along and be a bother, you know, I'm going to do it, especially with cigars because I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. Yeah. So you're going in the next couple of weeks? No, this was back. Uh, oh, this, this was, is when you went the last time. No, well, the yeah, the first time, which was last August, and then okay. I went in December. I was gonna say I think that's the last time I saw you was in December. You were flying to Florida, and I had just gotten back from Esteli, and I was going yes. down to Austin. Yes, because you were you went over there with Skip then too, right? Yeah, I stayed with Skip down uh, in Austin. That's right. So. Um, God, is that the, I mean, that probably is the last time I saw you. I mean, basically December and then everything kind of shut down early mm-hmm. March. Yeah, because so. March, I was back in Nicaragua for 18 days. So That's um, right. Um, and I think you, and then, yeah, then everything shut down and then, uh, but you stopped at Lake Country recently, right? I think Matt said. Yeah, I was out there maybe two weeks ago. I don't know. It all blurs together. Yeah, two I think you, ago, I think you left ago. this for me. I think that's how I got it. Yeah, I dropped off a couple of greens, so that's where it would have come from, the Macanudo Ferry. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that, um, so is this going to be like a regular production release? Yeah, so that'll be a full release, as opposed to, like, you were talking about the Heritage Nuevo earlier, mm-hmm. where that was a limited release, as well as the Palladium. So the Heritage Nuevo was a one and done. The Palladium is a limited release under Inspirato that will be coming back annually. Okay. And the green is a full run, non limited release. Um, so yeah, this has a, a Brazilian outer paraca wrapper, which mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that out there. There's a CAO Brasilia, um, the uh, uh, I almost said Rocky, uh, Roma Craft, um, Intemperance BA, same wrapper, yeah. and then uh, Indonesian binder, and then Colombian and uh, D- Dominican, Dominican, yeah. Uh, you don't see a lot of cigars with Colombian tobacco. I mean, obviously the CAO Colombian, but or Colombia, whatever what it is. But yeah. um, so far, I'm digging it. I mean, like I said, you don't see a lot of Brazilian tobacco being used. Um, I think the Wonderlust from Roma has a Matafina wrapper. Okay. Yeah, and we we have other cigars in our entire portfolio that use Brazilian tobacco, but Matafina tends to be a little bit more popular. So, like you were saying, the Brasilia uses that our Paraca. And in fact, for Macanudo, the only other two cigars that use any Brazilian tobacco, one is the Vintage 97, which you still have yet to smoke. <laughs> um, and then one, ironically, is the Cruel, which is what I'm smoking. And those both use Matafina. But to your point, uh, the R. Paraca wrapper for a lot of cigars is not overly ubiquitous. So it's kind of cool that we're able to release it on a larger scale and still be able to use that wrapper. But 
um, you know, since we work with those sort of tobaccos with CAO and some of our other brands, it's, um, we already have the sources to acquire them, which is nice. Yeah, I think the, the CAO Soprano, or not Soprano, the um, Consigliere. Yeah, that's Modafina, right? Yes. Yeah, and they're the, I mean, they're the same cigar. The Consigliere was the original Soprano blend. So it was with the Modafina wrapper, and then when HBO came back and they're like, can we do another run? We didn't have enough Modafina, and we used Broadleaf. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. I heard it was – I thought it was the other way around. But, yeah, okay. so it was Modafina and then Broadleaf, and then when we no longer had the contract and we went back to produce the cigar, we were able to get enough Modafina to do it. So. Nice. I feel like the Arparaca overall is a little bit more balanced, though. The Modafina tends to be a little bit too sharp for me sometimes. Yeah, and I have – um, I've also heard, oh shit, I almost lost my cigar, uh, that Alaparaca is, when it, it dries, it shrinks a little bit. That's mm-hmm. like, um, why on the intemperance there's, and I keep bringing up Roma, I'm sorry, but, oh, it's okay. uh, they have a little bit of the wrapper or binders exposed because the wrapper naturally shrinks or out. Um, but I, I like Brazil tobacco, which is more, more out there, you know? Um, and then speaking of other new releases, I think we got in from, well, from your brand is, uh, or from general is the CAO bones. Okay. We, we got, uh, we got that and that's been selling really well. Um, and then, uh, I think we also, we ordered the diesel, uh, the new diesel, which I think is all Nicaraguan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got those in the mail the other day. They're freaking good. Yeah. I'll have to come over and grab one. Sure. What? You just stroll down here. <laughs> just I let forget, me know. I forget the name of uh, the stick. I think it was a vintage, um, but it was in a tube, a glass tube. It was like one of the first um, that I ever smoked, and uh, my dad and I would always grab them. I think it had a year on it, too. Okay. So as far as, like, the vintage goes, um, the full-run vintage that we do with the metal bands like Tyler has, those never came in a glass tube. Okay, it's not those, but I remember it being maybe like was it a a really light wrapper like a Connecticut Shade? Yes. Okay, so potentially could have been like a our limited run that's still used Jamaican tobacco, which would have been like the '88 or the there's like a '91. Trying to think if any of those came in a glass tube. I'm sure at some point there was like a vintage release that came in a glass tube. I was trying to go through my photos from. Was that like seven or eight years ago to try to find it so I could reference it, but I couldn't do it. Too many photos. Fair was enough. It, was it the vintage 2000, Don? I'd have to see a picture. If it's in a glass tube, then maybe. 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 <laughs> well, what's, oh. the, what's the size though? Because it was like a. They have uh, a few different sizes. They have. Okay. Uh... Yeah, so that would have been one of the limited runs with like the uh, the Jamaican tobacco in it. Yeah, there's four different sizes. They all look to be, well, it's fucking hard to tell. Did they you all, like it? Yeah, that was, I mean, that was one of the first go-to cigars that I had. Okay. And we always saved the glass tubes. I don't know why. So we just had like a bunch of, a bag of test tubes. Looked like, <laughs> I think we did anything with them. Always got to save. Yeah, that, I mean, um, I had that same problem where I saved a lot of dumb shit. So I got I to gotta go through it all. But you um, just moved. You probably had to go through it when you moved, right? No, I just packed everything up and threw it in the garage. Because I'm, <laughs> so gotta... I'm, I'm moving in a week, and I'm just trying to throw everything out I can. Yeah. 
I'm going to say socks. one fork, one spoon, a plate and a bowl. That's it. It's all I need. I'll force me to do the dishes because I'll have to do it to eat. It's no. perfect. Okay, Laurel. So Dom's moving into a house with someone he kind of knows from high school. With, okay. With how many other people? Three other people. Okay. Are you keeping... Do you, do you keep... know these other people? No. Mm-hmm. And I think... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think this is a good time because they still are in their party phase, but they can't party right now. So if this lasts a little bit longer, I won't have to deal with that. Fair enough. I mean, I'm sure you'll save decent money, you know, if you're living with five people total, right? You get your own room, though. You don't have to share a room. Correct. He's got bunk beds. I'm going to be, no. I'm going to be spending more than I am now. But I'll be super close to the campus I work at. But now I'm teaching online, so it doesn't even matter. Okay. So how do you guys know each other, then? Um, Grinder. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the Romacraft party two years ago. Okay. Uh, Three went, years ago. And then I saw this guy sitting alone in a corner. I thought, oh, I'll be nice. Be my good deed of the day. Go talk to him. Uh, I think it was three or four. I don't know, was it my first like, trade show? Probably three years ago. No, no, no. It was your second. Okay. Well. That was my first. Is that and when you I, went? Is no. that when you went to Vegas with 20 bucks? No, that was the year before. <laughs> When I went to Vegas and I didn't have a ticket to the trade show, I just went for um, a Mombacho media party, and that was okay. it. <laughs> I mean, but you could drive from where you are then probably, right? To Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, but I've always flown. Okay. What well, part actually, no, no, that's not true. He's uh, in the Bay Area. Yeah, so I'm in South Bay. Okay. San Jose area. Yeah, so Which, we... Oh, go on. What are we saying? Say Tyler's brother just moved. He's gonna be my neighbor. Yeah, he moved to Santa Fe. I'll have to nice. show you, send you his address, and so maybe you can see how far he is from you. But um, so yeah, me and Dom met. So Dom does these stupid fucking. Well, he used to do them reviews on his Instagram. So he's on Instagram. He's cigar underscore analogy. So he does these one minute funny videos. Okay. Um, and then he does. Uh, he was a contributor for Cigar Noise. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we met at the Romacraft party. We hung out a few nights. And then uh, then we hung out a bunch last year. We went to the – hung out the Roma party. We hung around at the trade show. And then I've always wanted to do a podcast, but, um, you know, I didn't know anyone else to do it with. And then Dom has all this uh, – doing all the interviews and shit, you know, because he would do, like – all the, you know, all the interviews you've done with like Half Wheel, Cigar Dojo, uh, Stogie Press, all the other. So he was doing that. So. Okay. Um, but we had kept in touch on Instagram and, and stuff like that. Cool. So we've actually been doing this for, for a year. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll and what out. do you teach? Well, that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, sore subject. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just funny because uh, he's been stressed out. That's why I we had to get a time. I like I asked you like Friday night, you know, like yeah. short notice because I'm like Dom, I'm like I gotta know. He's like I'm sorry, it's fucking crazy. I don't know what my schedule is. So, but go on. So yeah. I'm a middle school literature and vocab teacher. Okay. Uh, however, they asked me at the end of summer this year because I work summer school. Uh, since they're splitting up the teachers, some online, some in person, can you teach both literature, spelling, and 
grammar and composition to sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. in there too, just for good measure. Yeah, and I, I, I do not like grammar, but I said, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> and then after a week of studying grammar composition, they asked me, hey, we actually need you to teach history online. So that's why I've been just trying to read up on the first week of sixth, seventh, and eighth grade history. At least I'm not, I'm not teaching per se. They record that ahead of time, but I have to lead discussions. Um, okay. So you, you finally got to work for once. Oh, dude. No, I've been, yeah. I don't have two jobs like Tyler. I, I used to have a part-time uh, catering job, cigar catering, but that went under um, and from then- COVID. Tell her your other job you had before that. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know why. Uh, the fucking, you ever hear of chubby shorts? Nightclub? Oh. <laughs> no. They're like these short shorts. <laughs> they're, they're shorts. They're retro men's shorts. Okay. Called chubbies. It's like almost like the European cut, like very yeah. short, very or like, tight. Like the 80s. Not, okay. not, I want to say tight. It's not like hipster shorts. Sure. And so what was this job you had? Oh, just in college, <laughs> I was a brand ambassador for them. I brought that oh. up. Was that last podcast? And That's a, so that was a fun gig, man. And I mean this like not at all facetiously, but being a brand ambassador for this shorts company, like what did that entail? Uh, taking awesome <laughs> pictures that were on brand, like living, what's their, their catchphrase is the weekend has arrived, I think. Oh my Lord. Uh, um, so at like parties and at the park and trying to get people to buy them with my code. Oh my wow. God. Okay. It was a, uh, it was a good time. Can they sponsor our podcast, bro? Oh, well, I guess it, they'd see a picture of me. They're like, yeah, well, you're chubby, but not the, uh, the chubby world. No, they, they make, they make larger sizes. <laughs> their, their whole idea is you don't have to be ripped to wear shorts. You have a lot of. I don't want to say plus size models. There's dudes that are regular dudes, like cigar lounge people, <laughs> but they're wearing lounge. these shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, right. everybody has odd jobs. It wasn't even um, a job. It, it doesn't count. Okay. You put it on your resume, resume though. Yeah. Yeah. Because I did like a lot okay, of social yeah, media. You can't for have that. it both ways. It can't be on your resume and then say it wasn't a real job. It was a fun thing to do at the time. Fair enough. It was, it's not under my jobs on my resume. I'd have to look. It was like in, not activities. Special skills. Maybe, I don't know. Now I'm going to have to take it off. Me. Yeah, yeah, take that. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of cigar shop people, Laurel, so Yuli's you worked at for a while. That was downtown. Yes. And you get a very eclectic group of people down there. Do you, have any, do you have any uh, a funny story to tell offhand? I, I mean, I could go on for days of ridiculousness at Yuli's. You Probably, seen... I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what would be appropriate. <laughs> oh, for this? Oh, I, yeah. Anything, for, but I know uh, you, I mean, you might not be a, but you ever see anybody pick up a cigar out of an ashtray and then smoke it all the time people would pick up cigar butts all the time i remember getting really pissed once because i was up on a ladder like cleaning the big glass zycar case we had in the middle of like the lounge area and this dude comes in and he's like kind of bumbling and shuffling around i'm like watching him because he's like 
kind of giving me the vibe that he's not there for a good reason. And um, he picks up the cigar that I was smoking and then starts to smoke it. I was like, oh, come on, dude. Like, bad enough you're picking up random cigars out of the ashtray, but you picked up the cigar that I was smoking. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, we had a guy eating pipe tobacco once. Like, he would come what? in and he would, like, because... Yulia's is not only a big cigar lounge, but we had a lot, of, a lot of pipe tobacco people too. So there would be like samples of pipe tobacco out in the jars, and he would come in and just like eat the tobacco. And Jeff, the owner, one time was like, "Hey, man, you can't do this," and he got all irate, and then uh, it turned into a whole thing. I mean, yeah. Or the one time that that dude was shoplifting, and Jeff ran after him and couldn't catch him, and then like Dave caught him in the skywalk and like fly tackled him in the middle of the road. Oh shit! Yeah, Yulia's did not take the whole like. So I used to work at a gymbery. If you don't know what that is, it's a children's clothing store. Okay, and I remember that. We're never allowed to address a shoplifter. If you saw them like very clearly taking something, you weren't allowed to say like, "Oh, I see you put that in your." purse or whatever you had to say like i see that you've selected this shirt would you care to purchase the matching scarf oh my God. and you had to be like super corporate about it and like tiptoe around actually accusing somebody of shoplifting even if you watch them do it <laughs> yuli is was completely the opposite so it was very funny um no i mean it was just it was a good group of people and it was interesting in the time that i was there because when i first started it was very heavily like college students. We had a lot of people mm. from like Milwaukee School of Engineering, Marquette, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. There were a lot of different clubs and you kind of saw like the demographic shift, like the college kids graduated. And then we got a lot of people coming in from Havana, actually where Tyler used to work um, and kind of growing the group from there. But yeah, I don't know. I mean. How long did you work there for? Almost six years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So started in june of 2010 and left in september of 2016 yeah so quite some time but no it was a, it was a good group of people you know made a lot of friends and you know built a lot of relationships that to this day i still maintain i mean nice um we once had a guy in a uh in a scooter um take a laptop and uh a laptop out of the lounge at havana and then uh so what he he's on a scooter yeah yeah so he a, steals a laptop and he jumps on a scooter and rides away <laughs> he didn't no, he's he's just um he never got off the scooter like i went in the human or and picked him on a, a cheap cigar and and you know and then he i don't know how he went in the back because there was two, <laughs> there was two stair two stairs so i don't know how he got in the back and uh he took a he took a laptop and the guy was freaking out so i called the cops they were able to find him like a few blocks away or uh no 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 he came back because um he used a credit card so i had his name okay so i think he kind of figured that out that i knew who he was you know and that we're gonna we have cameras everywhere we'll be able to so he came back and dropped the um dropped the laptop said oh i found this outside <laughs> and then uh and then yeah and then i called the cops and they caught up with him like a minute later like but wow. that was this guy he was on a scooter inside of the lounge 
Yeah, he was like a, a like one of the like disability scooters or yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking like, like a, a razor scooter. He's doing kickflips. He's like what? what He's what just rolling around that? and picking things up and rolling right on out. Yeah, you're talking about like the sit-on scooter that you can like rent at Walmart or something, or like the scooters yeah. people use when they have a hard time walking. Yeah, or they're yeah, okay. really fat. Yeah. How do you let a dude on a scooter steal your laptop? That's why I tried to tell the guy. <laughs> like, I think it's on you, man. But yeah, yeah. that was a a big uh, to do. Another time, I had to call nine one one because somebody, my good friend, who actually since passed away, he uh. Uh, was drinking I cut him off and he got mad and so I let him kind of like I think I, I I served him maybe one too many but I think his, I think he was doing um uh I think he was on medication or something because he didn't drink that much I almost so just had, amplified whatever yeah because I don't I always had to cut him off but I always was good at it you know and then he got yeah. up and uh um so he got up and uh um, fell and hit his head and, uh, was, so I'm like, okay. So I went and got him a, a shirt to use as like a pillow. And I'm like, well, I'll let you lay down for a little bit. It was like 1am. And then I lift, I, I adjust the, the shirt and there's blood everywhere. I'm like, oh fuck. So I had to call 911 and he had to get uh, a bunch of stitches and shit. But that was pretty fucking scary. Yeah. So we had a guy pass out in the bathroom at a Jonathan Drew event. <laughs> was it Jonathan um, Drew? No. <laughs> no. No, and he was joking. He's like, oh, this guy was so excited. Or somebody said, like, oh, he was so excited to see him that he passed out. He was diabetic and he was having some issues, but he had been in the bathroom for a really long time. And his wife was like, oh, I'm starting to get worried about him. Like, is there any way you can get into the bathroom? I'm like, well, not really. <laughs> like, the door is locked. I mean, we could try to, like, bust down the door, but. So my coworker was like able to, I think like pick the lock or get in, or I don't remember exactly what the scenario was, but same thing. We had to call 911 and I just, it's one of those situations where like, this dude's going to be okay. Right. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I used to have people yell at me a lot. I got yelled at all the time at Elias because we could get like crazy people in. Like I had this dude once who he came in and not like if you're a regular customer and you come in and like, I recognize you and you ask for a pack of matches or something like, mm -hmm. fine, I will give you a pack of matches, even if you have not bought anything that day. But like the nice cigar stick matches are not cheap to buy. No, they're so, not. Like we don't just give them to people who haven't bought anything. So this guy comes in and I'm like at the under, other end of the store, like cleaning a counter or something. And he's like, yo, I need some matches. And I was like, yo, <laughs> it's going to be 50 cents or whatever. And he was like, seriously, you're going to make me pay for matches? And I was like, well, I, like, I'm not going to just give them to you for free. Like, you're not a customer here. Like, these are not cheap matches. And he's like, fine. So he tries to use a credit card. And I was like, dude, oh I'm, my not, God. Like, I'm not taking a credit card for 50 cents. And then he starts yelling at me because I won't just give him the matches. And I was like, dude, do you go into McDonald's without buying anything and just ask for barbecue sauce and expect <laughs> them to give it to you? And he's like, I didn't come here for a mother effing lecture. You know, blah. It's just like screaming at me because I won't give him these matches and I was like I like honestly I just want to give them to you so you leave but now on principle I yeah. will not. like now I'm just being petty and like even if you were to come in and be like hey excuse me miss I don't have a lighter can I borrow a lighter or you know is it possible I could grab a pack of matches like everything in life is about how you approach a situation and how you treat other people if you come in automatically through the door like yo I need matches like oh my yo God. you're in the wrong place um so, 
did you ever like somebody come in and like they're looking for a cigar and you start to help them has anybody ever said like oh uh actually can he help me like point to jeff or dave or anybody has that ever oh, happened yeah. you remember doug right yeah Okay, so Doug always used to sit in his same spot, like, so Dom, for you not knowing the setup of the store, like, Yuli's was not a walk-in humidor setup, it was all, like, counter-serve, like, you had to help people, with the exception of a few cabinets on the back wall, so people would come in, and they would, like, (laughs) they would look at me, and I'd say, you know, can I help you with anything, and they're like, no, I'm kind of just looking, and then they go turn to Doug, and Doug's like, I don't freaking work here, like, (laughs) go talk to Laurel, and uh, it didn't happen all that often, but occasionally, yes. So, like, if you remember when Mike Brooks worked there, yeah, um, people would come in and they'd look at me and they'd look at Mike and then look at me and look at Mike and like, which one do you think they're gonna choose? Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, then they would usually choose like Dog or Jeff. Like I had somebody come in and uh, um, I I knew he smoked full body stuff, so we had just gotten in um, um, a new cigar that was full bodied and. Uh, I say, hey, Jeff, I know a cigar you might like. And he's like, I never want a recommendation from you. I've been smoking cigars longer than you've been alive. You don't know anything. He's like, I'm like, and I think he brought up Jeff. He's like, the only two people in the state who know about cigars are Jeff, the owner of Yuli's, and then Don, the old owner of Lake Country. I'm like, yeah, not even Mary Lynn, just Don. Yeah. And then he has, then he got uh, super drunk one night and apologized. He's like, I was so wrong, man. You do know a lot. I'm like, okay, chill out. But I'm like, because it's a lot of times like, well, now I'm in my 30s, but like, um, they look at me and they're like, they always think I'm younger. So they just don't think that, you know, and then I, I can, then I tell them, you know, look, I've been to Nicaragua three times, Honduras and, you know, blah, blah, and then, but it's like, it's I've had Pete how, Johnson on my podcast and Skip Martin and Nick. No, I actually, I don't tell anybody about the podcast, but we did get stickers, Laurel. So when nice. if Dom ever sends me some stickers, I'll, I'll give Dude, you one. Let me move first and I'll send them all out. Yeah. You're so busy. Oh, yeah. I mean, goodness. when you started working at Havana, you were still younger. When I started working at Yuli's, I was 19. So it was like, oh, do I trust you? <laughs> yeah, I think I was 28. So, but like Ben. How old are you now? 31. Okay. Or yeah, I was 28 or 27, maybe, maybe 27. But like Ben. You do look younger though. Yeah, Ben's always like, "What are you like, 22?" I'm like, "I'm 31 now." <laughs> You're ben, Yeah, he always thinks I'm <laughs> uh, really young. I'm like, no, no, I'm actually pretty old. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I wouldn't say 31 is pretty old, but mm, I would always. Up there. <laughs> Dom, if I didn't you? know your age, I would probably say you were like 27. Yeah, I'll take the four-year difference. So, I think yeah. since I've lost weight, though, I probably look older. That's what somebody told me. Really? Um, Who do we also, have on that thought I was a lot older than you? Uh, uh, Kim. She thought um, you, you're probably what, like 31, 32? Sorry, it, you're no muted. 27. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's the beard, man. It's the beard. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Beard. And the receding hairline. Oh, you beat me to it, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you got to throw that in before you take your shots. <laughs> well, you have the hat on, so I would never know. That's true. He's got his taco meat out, though. I can't, you can't wear a Hawaiian shirt and not, you call it taco meat? <laughs> It's a terrible term for a Tyler. That sounds know, disgusting. That's terrible. why I like saying it. Um, but uh, 
Dude, I wear an undershirt under my uh, button-up shirts, bro. No, I, if you're gonna I go never Hawaiian wear shirt, it has to be total like mm. Hawaii Five O. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I made sure to like shave before I wore this Hawaiian shirt. Oh god, nice. Um. Oh, real quick, I don't know if I covered this, Tyler. I did try another MBS, and I liked it the second time. Told you. Okay. Hey, non-cigar related. Uh, how many tabs do you guys have open on your phone for the internet or what do you call it? Explorer. I get really, really weird about it. And I only like one at the absolute most two tabs open at once. I, I have always 11. clear that shit. I cannot handle it. I just 11. forget about it. What, so you just start a new tab every time. Are you a monster? Because <laughs> yeah, I think I might want to come back to this. And so just like, backspace okay. or research it. It's in your yeah. search history. Um, but then I have no, to I'm more, in. I'm more liable to have more like apps open. Like I have a million oh, yeah. apps open. Oh, yeah, but because I don't close those either. But like so I on have, my phone, I only ever have two tabs open really now, and that's only honestly because of quarantine. So my gym doesn't allow full capacity; they only allow three people in at once. So you have to go and like book an appointment, and so I like watch the times when it's not busy, and then book. So I always have that open in one tab. And then I have like my general internet searches open. The only exception is like if I find a recipe online, I will keep the recipe open elsewhere so I can refer back to it. That makes sense. Where do you work out at? Uh, I do nine rounds in Wauwatosa. Okay. There's a, I think there's a blast fitness I might. um, Yeah. I also go to the experience up on Greenfield and whatever, like 60 sec, 60th. You know, we're like the Burger King and yeah. like the, the Harbor Freight. So there's a experience there. I literally never go there. I got it as a supplementary um, membership to, if I wanted to do like more cardio or free weights or whatever. I've had that membership for two years and I've probably gone like 10 times. It's only like $10 a month, but nine round I go to religiously. Nice. Um, how many, speaking of like uh, annual or uh, monthly subscriptions, um, how many of you guys like do you do all the all the like the streaming shit? Like, I have Apple Music. I've I got a family plan for that. I pay for my brothers and and then I have Netflix, HBO Max, well Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and I'm in two cigar of the month clubs. So I have that six monthly okay. subscriptions. That's, you're combining Netflix and cigar of the month. Yeah, I feel like those are yeah. different entities. Yeah. Well, Eh, it's like a monthly we do, reoccurring charge. We have Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, but our HBO Max, so my friend works for Spectrum, so we leech off of his HBO, and then in turn, we trade him our Hulu password. So we don't pay for HBO, but we okay. have access to it. Oh, I got, I got Disney, too. Oh, Disney Plus, yes. Alex got it for The Mandalorian, which... We went yes. and back and watched all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And then mm. if we're feeling like really, really cheesy, we actually just finished the National Treasure series. Oh, my Lord. I, okay. Because he doesn't love to rip on Nick Cage. Well, the first one, yeah. I, I, I can't go back to – I can't watch the second. I don't know um, and then are. we have YouTube TV, which is really nice. It's a little bit pricey, though, but we share it with Andy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a- how does that and work? then, like, you... uh, Google Play Music. You gotta use that. Well, you don't probably don't have Apple, but like, I get, I have Amazon Prime, so you get the streaming 
Um, oh, and Prime as well, we have. Um, so you get the music for free, but I think iTunes, the setup is just way better. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I use Apple Music fucking eight hours a day, I think. it's it's um, I'm using it, you know, when I'm at work. and Yeah. Even when I'm driving in my car, I'll, I'll put my, uh, well, I put my, uh, I guess it, I was going somewhere else, but my AirPods, I keep in my ears almost all day, too. I have two sets of AirPods for that. See, that's how I am with Google Music. Like, my personal phone is a Google Pixel. Mm-hmm. And, like, all, like, the platform I use is all, like, Google. Um, whereas my work phone is an Apple, and I use that only for work. So I don't have any of those um, extras on that. But I listen to Google Play Music constantly. I'm always playing music. Like, as soon as I wake up, if I'm starting to, like, clean the kitchen or whatever from the night before, music is on. Showering, music is on. Yeah. Throughout the day, music is on. Like, in my car, music is on. Like, we constantly have music playing. I just bought these two Sonos speakers, one for the uh, my smoking room and then one for upstairs in, like, my getting ready room or whatever, and I just play it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your getting ready room? Yeah, what is the getting ready room? Time out, okay. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called. Um, is it like but a bathroom? No. So you go up the stairs. There's a den, and then there's a uh, – you go up the stairs, and there's a door right up – there's a door to get upstairs, and then there's a bedroom there. And then okay. if you go right, there's a den, another door. You open that door. It's um, in, like a, a small room or like a medium-sized room. And then off that room is a is a bathroom, and then that the room you walk into kind of closes a little bit and then opens back up. So I have my okay. bed in there. So I have like my dresser in that first like I don't know. It's like it's a room within a room kind of deal. It's like Inception. Okay. So like like uh, it's is there like an official name for it? I don't or know. There's, there's like. Is it an anteroom? That's a spelling word from seventh grade. I don't know. What's that word you you like last night a lot, Don? Oh, I have that. It's one of my tabs. Um, all right. Hold on. Hold that bot. I apologize for all the sirens here. Apparently, there's like something really crazy going on. Yeah, there's a fucking. Well, I got a cat trying to get in here, and I don't know if you can hear. Her. Oh my god. Our cat know. is out here just loving life, lounging. Uh, Bruce or Bruce is a dog, right? Bane. Uh, yeah, Bane is out here. Bruce, um, unfortunately, had to go to the Eternal Farm in the Sky. Oh, sorry to bring um, that up. So, no, that's okay. It, you know, it sucks, but we did it during quarantine. It was only about two weeks ago. Oh, um, shit. So, as hard as it was, it was kind of like the silver lining of, like, being home all the time and, like, being able to spend the time with him. And I legitimately, because, like, he was my dog before Alex and I got together. I mean, granted... We had started our relationship, like, maybe only eight months after I had gotten Bruce, but he was always my dog, and I always had this fear, especially as he got older, like, if something were to happen when I was on the road, and I couldn't get home in time, I would never be able to forgive myself. Like, our cats, you know, we got our cats together. They've always been both of our cats, whereas, like, Bruce was my dog, so, and I think being home a lot really kind of opened my eyes to the problems he was having that I kind of ignored that I was... Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm only seeing him two or three days a week. Like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And then being home, I was like, okay, it is that bad. So, yeah. A little Bruce, but we got Bane out here, and Harvey Harvey can't be out here because he can't be trusted. He just hops over the patio and runs away. Yeah, they're all, all right. Batman characters. Nice. 
And um, then, so what cats do you have now? Because Francois was... Yeah, Francois passed last August. So we have uh, um, Bart. That's Francois' dad. Okay. Um, and then uh, Matt, the owner of Lake Country, his daughter had a cat. And uh, she couldn't really take care of it. Um, so her name is Luna. And then we have Pumpkin. So uh, three cats. Okay. Yeah. Do you need a fourth? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. What about you, Dom? Any animals in your life? No. My parents have a schnoodle. A what? Half schnauzer, half poodle. Okay. Cool. There we go. Yeah. Her name is Hershey, but uh, she turned from brown to gray. <laughs> Really? So it doesn't really work anymore. Yep. Um, let's see. Tyler, the word that I looked up yesterday I didn't know was reciprocity. Oh, there that looks just like uh Yeah, you look like you could be part of the Bart family. Are you unhappy? <laughs> Are you unhappy that I'm taking you from playing with your leaves? Yeah, okay. You can go now. <laughs> Seems like a big dude. He is. He's an enormous cat. <laughs> nice. He's got a got a little extra belly fluff on him that we're trying to work on. He's got the quarantine fifteen. Eh, he's had the quarantine fifteen for a few <laughs> years now. <laughs> oh man, uh, do you know when you'll be back on the road? Honestly, I I'm not sure. I mean, we've been traveling at a very limited capacity. We can't fly, um, so weirdly enough like between rick sean and i my territory has the most like drivable areas for different reps Ooh. so i was in indy about a month ago probably and then i was in detroit last week and then i'll be in the twin cities in two weeks not this week but next week so Ooh. and then like the chicagoland area back and forth too so a little bit kind of drivable but yeah i don't know i mean Honestly, at this point, I would be surprised if I was on a plane in 2020 again. So, I don't know. I miss it. I just miss getting out and, like, doing things. I mean, it was fine for a little bit. Like, oh, it's a novelty to be home, spend more time with Alex, spend more time with the animals, like, spend more yeah. time cooking. And now I'm like, okay, I am ready. Yeah. Uh, before this stuff, I was traveling every other month somewhere. So, yeah. Um, I still plan on going to Austin in two weeks. So, okay. Um, cause they, uh, Romo was having their 10 year anniversary party and nice. it got canceled, but, um, I think a few people might still go down there. Um, and so, I mean, there's nothing else to fucking look forward to it. Cause I've been working this whole time. I've been working yeah. at the airport and like country only closed for a few weeks. So I've been working, working there, you know, uh, yeah. three days a week. So. We've been looking at places, you know, probably in like mid-September, like post-Labor Day, um, trailering the motorcycle somewhere and just doing like a little bit of a ride. I'm like, we just need to get out. So either like Nashville or maybe like going out to Colorado, you know, Nashville's an eight-hour drive. Colorado's 12 from here, which isn't necessarily what I want to do, but it's doable. That's terrible. Go out and do like Pikes Peak and like some of the national park rides like to get into Estes Park is I mean it's beautiful so whether it's you know the Denver area or Nashville or wherever in the next 
month or so, we're looking at doing maybe like a little bit of a motorcycle trip just because we need to do something. Does um, Alex, is he working from home now? Yeah, yeah, he's from home full time. Ironically, we ran into Mike and Pam at Best Buy or whatever Menards yesterday, which oh, okay. is the first time he had seen them in like five months. Um, uh, Burnham? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But he's been working from home, and his job is pretty transferable to be able to work from home um, fairly successfully. So he took over the office, so I got booted from the office, so I work from, like, the couch or the table or the patio. Um, but the problem is we have all this construction going on now um, at the Landmark on National, and okay. it's, it's, like, during the day I can't work out here because it's just too loud. So has your cigar intake gone up or down, you think? You know, honestly, I think it's actually gone... If it's not the same, I would say it probably went down a little bit, simply because when I was out on the road, I would be smoking at every account we went to. So I'd be smoking three cigars in the afternoon, visiting various cigar shops, and then two to three at night for the event. And that was three or four days a week. Whereas now that I'm home, um, you know, especially in the cold months, I tried to avoid smoking inside because I'd always set off our smoke detector. And then it started to kind of smell like smoke a little bit. And then now, like I said, that I'm not able to work out on the patio, I'm not smoking while I'm working as much, so probably down a little bit. What about you? Um, well, since I got this, since I bought this house and I put a exhaust fan, um, I mean, I've always smoked a lot, so I, I'm probably right on the same. Um, I don't. Well, yeah, because nothing really changed for you either. You're still working full time. Yeah. Um, I stopped smoking at the airport. Um, it, I just don't enjoy it. Uh. Cigars taste different when you're at work, like yeah, when you're, for uh, sure. and the, you know, so I smoke a lot in my car, especially driving out to like country. It's still like a 25 minute drive. It used to be like 40 when I lived in Oak Creek. Yeah. But, um, like I'll work a four hour shift and I'll smoke four or five cigars and then, uh, um, then I'll smoke in my room two cigars a night or whatever. Yeah. Well, now that I've been doing a little bit more driving for work, like when I was out in Detroit last week. You know, I smoked three cigars on the way down. My family out there, um, they enjoy cigars, so smoke a couple with them, smoke some on the way home. Um, so once I'm, like, back out and about, I definitely smoke more. We do a lot of hookah at home as well. Uh, yeah, Alex was helping me find a... Yeah, so he's sitting across from me just smoking hookah right now. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that you guys were supposed to go on that venture and uh, get you set up. Yeah, I got to nail down a time, just... Um, we're clearly very busy yeah, so, yeah. You know, we're gonna need some advance notice yeah well yeah and then you come out to lake country when i'm not fucking there sorry i, know. I don't know how to check your schedule it's not like i won't be there again mm, maybe bring alex i haven't seen alex in forever i could probably convince him but I'm so then the little smoke is still happening correct yeah it's gonna uh, be um a little more limited than it was in years past, uh, not many, uh, well, no brand owners are really showing up, um, and very few reps, you know, the good thing is it's outside and, uh, you know, you can be as far away from the person next to you as you want to be, you know, so it's kind of yeah. like, it's up to you. I thought it was kind of funny that, uh, uh, protocol did a pool party in New Jersey or somewhere and they gave everybody uh, a wristband. Uh, red was stay away from me. <laughs> um, green was 
I'm down the party and yellow was ask me first or something. It's like a stoplight like, party. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's like a stoplight party in college. Yeah, yeah and then uh, uh, Coop said uh, he would only go if uh, I forgot what he said, but it was fucking hilarious. Um, pretty much like, don't come within a hundred feet of me, you know. There's but there's no way Coop was going, but. Well, I, I love the was. department stores that kind of started doing that too, especially like during the holidays. They'll you can get like different color coded like handles on your baskets or whatever. So it's like green, approach me, I have questions, and red is like, don't freaking come near me. Like I want nothing to do with anybody else. <laughs> yeah, it's um crazy times we're in. I it's been you know seeing cause we went from Southwest and Milwaukee, we went from forty flights a day to to twelve, you know, and it's just it's wow. fucking sad you know but hopefully yeah. we can get you know especially now in wisconsin you have to wear a face mask everywhere so yeah hopefully that helps have the prices gone off up with southwest because my brother when he flew from la to uh san jose it was pretty expensive so i don't know if they're trying to make up for uh he flew delta i think okay yeah we're running really good specials right now so yeah, it probably just depends on when he's booking and, you know, if it's some routes are just inherently more expensive. I always find it annoying, like, if I want to go, because Detroit is always weird for me, because, like, I can drive it, but it kind of sucks to drive. Um, so I, there was, like, two years ago, I wanted to go out there for just a couple of, like, two days or something. I didn't want to drive it. And to fly from Milwaukee to Detroit was like $700. But to fly from Milwaukee to Detroit to Cleveland was like $350. But they don't, they look out for that because if you don't yeah. take your second leg, like they'll cancel your ticket coming back because they know people do that. Yeah. It's like, but why? So why yeah. is it literally half the price to go half the distance or like only one leg of two? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, because we'd have people come to the ticket counter like, oh, I want to pick up my bag in Detroit. I'm like, why would you want to pick up your check bag? I mean, you know what they're doing, but you kind of yeah. play dumb, you know? It's like, oh, I'm, uh, like, uh, there might be something in there I need to grab. I'm like, you have a 40-minute connection. You're yeah. not going to be able to go through security, get your bag, grab whatever. Tyler, so, you don't take so the, that's the, what you're the doing? Uh, Gymboree approach? check a bag. Yeah. Huh? You don't take the Gymboree approach? Well, no. I don't know what that means. Like, oh, um, you can't – so you can't call them out for what they're doing. Oh. Is walk around it. Yeah. Jamboree. Jim, jamboree? Jamboree? I think it's Jamboree. Like it's like G-Y-M-B-O-R-E. I don't think they're around anymore. I'm yeah, you would have people come in with like strollers with blankets over them to make it look like the child was sleeping and there was straight up no child in there. Oh my God. And they would just like pile things in there. It's very stressful. How long did you work there for? Uh... Gosh, maybe only like eight months. So I had a lot of odd jobs before I started with Yulee's because I was in college for the first time and I was working as a waitress and for like an early morning shift. I worked at Gymboree in the afternoons and then I worked at a Domino's. I worked at the Domino's on Oakland and oh. I would have like an 8 p.m. to 3.30 a.m. shift. And I gained a ton of weight because all I did was eat pizza. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the chicken wings and whatever other crap they had there. Um, but, yeah, so I was working as a waitress, Jimbery, and Domino's all, like, coinciding. And then 
a part-time position at Yuli's opened up and I was like, Ooh, this seems better. Yeah. It's a hard, hard uh, place to get into Yuli's to get hired. Don't you know it? Um, I always thought like, well, when I was super fat, I always wanted to work at Qdoba because <laughs> that was my favorite I, place to eat. <laughs> fair enough. You're a Qdoba guy. Ooh, we can never be friends. I'm a Chipotle gal. There's no Qdoba around me. Not in California. What? Yeah, the nearest one's in Nevada. But you have Chipotle, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then it doesn't matter because Qdoba sucks. Chipotle is superior. But also, well, I'm in California, so I can go to a taqueria and get a way superior burrito. Or, oh, if you get find a, a super quesadilla, uh-huh. so good. Del Taco. No, garbage okay, food. But nobody does sour cream like Chipotle. Chipotle sour cream is legitimately like crack. I, I'm not, I wouldn't bash on Chipotle. I do like their burritos. Yeah. How is Del, I haven't been to a Del Taco in, God, probably 15 years. I mean, as far as like comparison to Taco Bell, what do you think? They're the same. No. Oh, my goodness. There's no comparison. Taco Bell is the best. I mean, I love Taco Bell. It's so good. Love Taco Bell. Del Taco is what I remember when I was like being babysat, and it was terrible cold tacos, and then you get a bag of M Ms, and that was a highlight. Do you have any uh, Taco Johns by you? No. I don't think I've ever been to a Taco John. They got one in Waukesha, and uh, they have um, potato olays. Okay. Like little, uh, which is good. You put them. Um, what I never understood is fucking sour cream shouldn't be a liquid. Like yeah, I you agree. go, to, I don't understand. I mean, do they water it down? I mean, I guess it's like crema is more of a liquid, but like yeah, but sour- coming from the, someone who loves Cadoba, they use sour cream in like the squeeze bottle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, so I- if you if you could only have one item from any fast food restaurant, what would it be? And I'm talking about fast food like McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell. Not like, I don't really consider Cadoba Chipotle fast food. Like, it is, but it's not. Are we talking main items or, like, sides? Whatever you want. It's weird. I don't get these fucking cravings like I used to uh, for shit. Like, I probably go out to eat once a week now. I think the last time I went out to eat was last Sunday. Matt bought me a Jimmy John sub. Okay. But there's nothing really... I don't know. You guys go. I'll think about it. Dom? In-N-Out fries. In-N-Out fries? Yeah. Mm. I'm a big fan. You know, just the, the crunchy ground beef taco from Taco Bell, that's, it's close, it's close, but I think I would have to go McDonald's filet fish Really? Yes, I, you know what? It's disgusting, and people judge me for it all the time, and I don't care. Say what you will, but I freaking love the filet fish from McDonald's. And they when I don't have time at the airport to actually eat shit, that's what I get. I get two. They can't even put a whole piece of cheese on there. They put I know, it's piece. trash. They Not only do they not put a whole piece of cheese on there, but like the very little piece of cheese you do get is like so askew that it only covers like a tenth of the actual <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> See, I would or never... Culver's chicken tenders are really close too. Yeah, I would say the hash browns from McDonald's. For breakfast, those are good. Mm, see, I like the Burger King hash browns better. The hash rounds. Hash rounds. Do you remember when Burger King, or maybe they still do, when they did their little cinnamonies? Oh, those were the best. Those were so good. I'm, I the McDonald's used to have cinnamon uh, squares or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I love Burger King burgers, and I'm not ashamed to say it. McDonald's burgers don't do anything for me. Burger King burgers? Hell yeah. The flame grilled, man. Yeah. You Have you had Portillo's burgers ever? No. Only Same their... sort of concept, where it's like the flame grilled. It just tastes like a higher quality Burger King burger. Fuck, I can't think of it. I mean, because I, I never really did a lot of fast food. I, I ate out a lot, but it was usually Qdoba or uh, Oakland Euros, as you <sighs> would probably... I would get the... I used to live right there. I lived... You know where the Walgreens is on Oakland? Yeah. Okay, I lived in the house directly behind that Walgreens, so we went to OG's all the time. And the the owner of it, the one... Uh, it's two guys. Uh, the one who... Uh, the One of the brothers who runs the one on by the airport, he's a cigar smoker. His name is Chris. I think he likes, um, he likes a lot of Aganorsa stuff. Um, okay. But that was, like, my go-to, like, Half beef, half chicken platter with rice, and then uh, that lamb gravy, whatever the fuck they put on there. Yeah, lamb the tzatziki sauce. or whatever. No, not no. It was like the the brown gravy. Oh. I liked. I don't like that cucumber. I think that's what that. The tzatziki, yeah, that's what. The yeah, I didn't like is. that. Yeah. And I never There's, liked euros either. Do you know where the um the mobile is on Second Street? Mm-hmm. It's like that big ass mobile with car wash and stuff. There's like a hundred stalls. It feels like. There's yeah. a Euro place attached to it. I think it's called Euro Palace. Nothing fancy. It's definitely no frills. But if you want like a good ass Euro, that place is the best. Um. Yeah, I would say I I would I miss uh, it would have to be fucking Qdoba. I mean, and that's yeah. Or I would say uh, McDonald's fries. I guess that's all. But that's the only thing I get like. I would get a Qdoba burrito or nachos, and then I'd go get some fries afterwards. Okay. Like, I was fucking maxing out. <laughs> I love the McDonald's, like, the biscuits, like the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Ooh, I could eat those every day for breakfast. Yeah, that dries your mouth out. Yeah, those I prefer biscuits, the Starbucks. Um, not the biscuits, but Starbucks breakfast sandwich. Muffin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But I haven't had a McDonald's breakfast sandwich in a long time. I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day about starbucks breakfast like i got their egg bites the other day because i was desperate i was traveling and i was super hungry and i was like all right i just need something and they were actually pretty good but i don't have enough familiarity with starbucks breakfast but like my best friend seeks it out all the time like she goes to breakfast at starbucks almost every day i'm like is it that good yeah it's all pre pre pre-packaged shit oh so on the when you're traveling is there any places that aren't in wisconsin that you like you look out and seek like whataburger or so my favorite like fast food chain outside of like the midwest would be freddy's so freddy's is like the really you should probably have them in california dom no i don't think so um it's basically like what i think is a better version of culver's so it's the, like the smash burger, like the lacy edges with the custard and the good fries and stuff. So Freddy's for sure. Um, I also like Bojangles. I was going to bring that one up. So, I, as far as like chain friendship goes, I'm a definite Bojangles fan. Are there any Long John Silvers by you, Dom? I don't feel like there's any in Wisconsin anymore. I don't know, but I've never been. I there's think, one I think they're around here. Tyler. Oh, Burlington. I remember yeah, getting Long Hush Cuts? Puppies. So there's no by, none by you, Dom? I don't think so. Mm. They're not that good. I mean, I don't think they're that good. No. I have, probably haven't been there in 10 years, but 
Yeah, I remember the hush puppies. I think when I I worked, uh, I lived in Indy for eight months, and I remember going there a couple times, getting the hush puppies and uh, the chicken. It was like you couldn't tell if it was fucking chicken or fish. That's how like low quality it was. That's not good at all. No, no. Burger King chicken fries. Those are also really good. Burger King chicken tenders with the barbecue sauce. That's that's what have to be. But they're different now, man. When I was younger, they were like, were they dinosaurs or some shit? Yeah, they they're like, there's like stars. Yeah. I can't do barbecue sauce from any fast food place. No? No. Uh, for me, barbecue. barbecue sauce has to be uh, something grilled. You're such okay. a bougie. Bougie? Can it, individual. What? I'll get other sauces. I just won't get barbecue sauce. Well, I mean, you... Like shame me. I cook like, my own food, Tyler. So do I. But I'm just saying, I was in California and I tried Del Taco and it wasn't awful. It's awful. And I went to. Uh, I don't Pollo trust your palate now. You shouldn't, anyways. But oh, raising canes. That's another one that's really good for. I mean, they just only do chicken tenders. But if you want like good chicken tenders, raising canes is pretty good. Um, we just started getting uh, Chick Fil A's around here. Like there used to be one in Southridge Mall, but. Um, they're starting to, well, they're fucking everywhere now, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, there's another fucking place I was gonna, fuck. I've never been a huge Chick-fil-A person. Like, I don't dislike Chick-fil-A, but it's never something that I would seek out. Like, if somebody wanted to eat there, I'd be like, okay, it's fine, I'm not gonna fight you on it, but I would never say, like, oh, I'm having a hankering for Chick-fil-A, whereas Alex on Sunday morning is like, I wish it wasn't Sunday. No, why is that fucking... (laughs) Uh, Jack in the Box. Them. Yeah. That's yeah. just so greasy. Yeah. I feel the same way about Arby's. I feel like their meat is just plastic. Yeah, I haven't... And it, for fast food, it's pretty expensive. For Yeah. Their curly fries are good, though. And their mozzarella sticks, yeah. That's about it. Fuck. Oh, yeah, I got a question. So, when this fucking quarantine thing ends, or this COVID shit... What do you look forward to? For me, I want to go to fucking Six Flags Great America because I can probably fit on a ride now. Um, so I used to go a lot when I was a kid, and then I couldn't go for like 10 years, so or 15 years. So now I want to go and go on like the Raging Bull or some shit. Okay. What about you or Dom or anything you look forward to? Well, not roller coasters. It's not my thing. Um... I don't know. I really don't go out much. Just the cigar lounges, but if I move somewhere where I can go in the back patio, then that's not really an issue. Because I, when I would go to a lounge, I would mainly go uh, for work to be uh, lesson planning or something. I don't know. I haven't uh, set up my list of things to do yet. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to like I'm a big shoe person and I've ordered a lot of pairs of shoes in quarantine that I haven't been able to wear anywhere because I'm home. It's like, I just want to like do my makeup really nice, like do my hair, wear my fun shoes, like go out for dinner, go to a couple bars and just be able to like go out and have like a date night or go out with a group of friends and just not have to worry about like wearing a mask or feeling like weird about being around people. Just 
there's nothing in particular that I'm like, oh, I really like for you, Tyler, wanting to go to Six Flags. Like, I just want to go out to dinner and go out and be able to like walk into a bar. And I'm not even a big bar person. Like, we very rarely go to bars, but I just want to go have like a night out. Okay, I'll say when football season starts, it'd be nice to go to a bar and watch a game. Yeah. That's like the only time I've, I would go to bars would be to watch football. But I do that at the Cigar Lounge too, so. All right. How do you get to I'll visit Tyler. I'm looking forward to visiting you. That would be dope. Yeah. It's probably never going to happen. Yeah, I hope so. You got to come here to California. Oh, there If you're go. going to visit here, Dom, come in the summer. Like now, the last four months, our weather has been incredible. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I could be wearing my shorts in uh, Wisconsin winters. No. Or fall is beautiful. Fall, fall is, is great. I'll take you to a nice pumpkin patch. We what? go on a haunted hayride. Corn maze. No. A corn maze, yeah. No hay rides. <laughs> yeah, but if you can't get drunk on spiked apple cider on a like a hayride for an adult corn maze, I mean, you're not doing it right. It sounds super tacky, but it's fun. I don't like corn All mazes life, either. Bro. When I was uh, in high school, I was going through a corn maze and I got pegged in the head. By some kid throwing unripe corn. Unripe corn? And that was the day I got braces. It was just a bad day, so no corn mazes for me. All right. Sorry. Dom is anti-corn uh, maze. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we should wrap this up semi-soon, but uh, we never got the word of the day segment. Tyler, you have a word, right? Yes. Um, the word of the day. So, Laurel, he picks a a big boy word. Okay. Uh, I might have to change it this week. Syllable. Okay. It used to be and a word from sixth to eighth grade uh, spelling, but I'm not teaching spelling anymore and I don't have the books with me. So I'm just pulling words that I've read and I don't know. And then I pick one from uh, Urban Dictionary. Okay. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I have the hard part because there's they get pretty uh, vulgar. But this one's called uh, the word of the day is rat liquor. Oh, I. I saw this one on the internet. Dom? Do I get to answer it or does Dom get to answer it? You got to use it in a sentence pertaining to cigars. Okay. Man, that rat liquor destroyed my palate. (laughs) Wrong. What? That's wrong? Wrong. Wow. I have no clue what this means. So it would be like, oh, I went into a cigar lounge and despite the governor's order, there were a bunch of rat liquors around. Yep. Uh, A person who refuses to wear a mask or take any of the basic precautions to help society prevent airborne illness during an epidemic. Uh, I only know this because I saw it on Facebook like two days ago. (laughs) In reference to the bubonic plague being spread by rats. So, in a sentence, okay. I went to the mall for some underwear, but had to leave. Too many rat lickers. Nice. Uh, all right. So, I uh, speaking of the tabs, I have like five tabs open with only words. Nice. <laughs> Vocab words. Uh, but the word Nerd. of the day is impetus. Impetus. The impetus. <laughs> God damn it. I can't fucking say it one more time. Impetus. Impetus. I, I pr- overpronounced the T, I guess. It's supposed to be impetus. Impetus. Uh, the impetus of this cigar is uh, to have full flavor 
and a medium body flavor cigar thing. I don't know the word. Not really. <laughs> Laurel, want to give it a shot? Mm. No. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to think if I can come up with anything like my biggest problem intelligible is intelligible to put it into sense. I don't think I can. Is I don't know. Most of the time, even if you keep saying it, I'll fucking mispronounce it, and then I don't know what the fucking word means. And you always do that. Yeah. And then so you use it as a wrong I, part of speech. Yeah, that's why I don't like this whole fucking segment. I'm gonna have to switch it to history now. History. I, I like history, bro. Well, I'm gonna start doing that, I guess. Um, but impetus synonym is momentum. I thought it was like doing something without like caution or care. Um, I, I'm probably wrong, but I thought it was like the goal of something. That's what I thought. No, I don't know if there's a, a, a homonym. I don't know. But yeah, the force or energy with which a body moves momentum. Yeah, I'm glad I stuck with my answer of no thank you. Yeah, that's what so, I really do, Laurel. The impetus of the smoke was halted because of a plugged draw. <laughs> that's go. my attempt. All right. Laurel, you were on uh, the lounge experience recently, right? Yeah, probably three weeks ago with um, sure. Erica. and Yeah, they were cool. Because I had yeah. met her... I had done a podcast with Light 'em Up Lounge, which is associated with Cigar Journal. And Reinhardt, who runs it, so he's out of Vienna. And it was cool because it was like a big like international scope of people who were participating. But I met Erica through that. Then she had invited me on to TLE, and it was fun. You know, I, I felt like they asked really good questions. We had good rapport. You know, it was cool to be on like a, a women's run podcast. Yeah. So nice. that's how we're different. We're unprepared, uneducated. Oh, I thought you were going to say and, we're different because we're not women. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, there's a sec, there's, there's some room for us. There's a, a segment of the market <laughs> that uh, we fit in, you know, so then, do you broadcast this on YouTube? Like, do you guys have a YouTube channel, or this no, is for so our own personal stuff? Okay. No, no, no. We no. we we're on iTunes, and uh, we do go to YouTube, but just audio. Oh, okay. Um, Spotify, Podbean. If we feel like it, we'll do a Facebook Live. But I wasn't in the mood today, and I didn't ask you beforehand. We've done a couple, which okay. is cool because you get some, you know, comments and shit, and yeah. We, we get a, a lot of views that way, so maybe we should start doing that. But the problem is, with his schedule and then with my schedule at the airport, are it changes every fucking uh, month. So we would like to have a time. It's like this time, so that's why we're flexible. Like with when we can try to get a guest on is, and we do. We have a guest what ninety nine percent of the time, Dom. Uh, really not ninety nine percent. Like seventy five percent. Okay, well, we've only done what like forty episodes. Yeah. Okay. No, we've done well. We've done it a year, so maybe forty-five. Yeah, it's probably. But um, closer. yeah. So we sometimes we do stream it, but um, 
which I think I think that was a cool thing because then you get some interaction and I feel like we get more views on Facebook. But I don't know how Facebook calculates them. If you just go on for a second, that counts as a view. I don't know. Where, yeah, um, if you just jump on and you stay for ten seconds and then jump off, like does that count, or is there like a time limit to count as a view? Yeah. You know, if somebody goes on and watches it for two minutes and then comes back in like a half an hour because you guys are still on, like, does that count as one view? Does that count as two? Mm -hmm. So, I, yeah, I feel like we get good numbers that way. But then again, I don't know if it's just people in and out. Like, because yeah. if I'm chilling at home, I'll go in and out, especially now. Like, there's people on, there's like four shows a night, you know, depending on like on a Thursday or a Monday or whatever, Tuesdays, there's always like a bunch of shit going on. I'm always popping in and all of them, so. But, right, Tyler, um, yeah, next one, let's do it on Facebook because I'm going to have to rant about online teaching. All right. Sounds good. I just found out. So I told you guys there was a thunderstorm. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, she teaches at the same school. Her power's still out. Wow. And oh. I'm not sure. I know my church was affected. I don't know how many teachers or students still don't have power and we're supposed to do it online tomorrow. It's crazy. Clusterfuck. And that's the first day tomorrow? Tomorrow's first day of school. Allegedly, I think they really should push it back a week, but it's so late now to do that. I don't know if they're going yeah. to. Yeah, it seems really mad. early for schools to be starting. Are they starting early because everything shut down early? I feel like mid-August is really. Yeah, we usually started like last week of August or like first week of September. September, yeah. Usually, like I know when I was in high school, I think right after I graduated, they pushed to start after Labor Day. Mm. Yeah, because you yeah. come back for two days and you have an extra day off for Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> like, and this tells you the sort of state we live in. We There legitimately was, like, discussions at our high school to move the date because so of starting because so many kids were in 4-H, like, doing stuff with, like, the county fairs and stuff that it was like, well, it'd be more lucrative to move it until everything is done after Labor Day. And What's 4 that was, like, real consideration because there really? were so many people involved in 4-H. What's 4-H? Those farmers or... Oh. I don't, I don't remember what 4-H stands for, but it was basically like a farming thing. Mm, like yeah. for students, and they could go like show animals, like in animal barns, and they were somehow involved with like some, like a farmer's club. Do you know what 4-H stands for? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's like a farmer something. Yeah, it's like a future farmer. Oh, future. Future. Okay, I've heard of that then. Future horticulture. <laughs> future farmers for life. I was going to say America, but that doesn't work. Hands. Head, heart, hands. Uh, and health. Health. Oh, I was doing 4F, not 4H. <laughs> oh, my Lord. How does that relate to farming, though? It's a youth development organization, and the 4-H's are their core values. Okay, so it's a youth development organization, but apparently just in the town we were from, it was relating to, like, agriculture and farming. That's what that would be. Okay, so there you did, go. Did you guys have D.A.R.E. in elementary school? Yes, we did I have believe it. Better believe it. I, I still remember. wear my D.A.R.E. shirt all the time. I wish nice. I still had one. We always say drugs are really expensive or excellent. I saw something that said dare actually encouraged people to do like because they were I talking. I saw about, that too. That's fake, though, right? I think so. Wait, dare encourage what? People to, to do drugs. What? Really? 
I remember, like, what was I? I saw something. Well, that was like, the argument against it. Like, now they know of all these substances and what they do. Yeah. Um, I saw something too, like, in like you know, in middle school, I'll definitely never do drugs, and and then high school, like, I'll probably just do pot. And then, like, out of high school, it's like, yeah, I'll probably never do meth. You know, it's like, you're always just kind of <laughs> dropping the, the sure a little bit. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll probably just never do meth, but everything else is fair game. <laughs> uh, well, you have to draw the line somewhere, Tyler. So if you're mm-hmm. happy, whatever. Yeah, meth just, is... Just uh, don't be eating pipe tobacco. Yes. Don't eat That's pipe a no-no. Tobacco. Or don't do bath salts. I heard those are really bad. Yeah, that too. Th- that kind of went away. You know, one guy eats a guy's face off, and then yeah. you don't hear much from it. Okay, so you asked me about funny Yuli stories. It's actually, we used to get people calling all the time for, like, the synthetic stuff, like synthetic marijuana or, like, the bath salts or whatever, or, like, always calling for detox because the the Shepherd Express in Milwaukee does, like, a best of – and there's not enough cigar shops in the Milwaukee proper area. So they would always like lump together cigar shops and head shops. So Yulies would get voted like best tobacco and head shop, even though we were absolutely not a head shop. So we would get calls about this stuff all the time. So this dude called once and he was asking for bath salts and I was feeling particularly punchy that day. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, please ask me where to buy them. Please ask me where to buy them. And he's like, oh, okay, you guys don't carry them. Do you know anywhere? <laughs> in the area that does and it's like oh yeah you know if you go to like the grand avenue mall just up on wisconsin avenue it's like there's a tj maxx and there's like a bath and body works and it's silent he's like what i was like yeah you know they, they sell all like that self-care stuff like oh moisturizer perfume lotion again long pause is like oh fuck you and then he just hung up the phone on me i was working at a grocery store in high school and somebody called and they're like yeah i'm looking for a butt plug I'm like, what? He's like, butt plug. I'm like, uh, come again, butt plug. <laughs> he kept saying it. And then uh, I got my manager. The, the, like, dude, he's looking, like, am I hearing this right? And he's same thing. He's kept saying butt plug. He was not, he was looking for that at a grocery store. But wow. He kept, he kept a, asking. There's he no way committed. that was not a prank call. He was fucking committed, though. That's a prank call, man. I know. But. We had an 800 number, so we, like, had our normal local local line, which was, like, the normal Milwaukee area code and numbers and or digits and stuff, right? But then our 800 number was the same as insurance, except that ours was 1-800-whatever-this-code-was-for-insurance, whereas insurance was 1-866-whatever-this-last-seven-digit thing is for them. So people would see the number and then call 800 because that's what they're used to as opposed mm-hmm. to 866. So we would get calls for insurance, like to make claims all the time. I can't tell you how many oh times God. I picked up the phone and be like, your guy just ran into me. And I was like, whoa, man. I was like, this is a cigar shop. I was like, this is not insurance. Like, first of all, when do you ever call an insurance agency and somebody just answers the phone? I know. Literally never. And, you know, you answer like, hi, thank you for calling Yuli Tobacco Company. How can I help you? And it's like, your freaking guy hit me, T-boned me at this intersection. And- some people were, like, okay about it, but, like, we would get people who were so ornery, and they're, like, don't give me this BS, like, I want to talk to, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was, like, hey, man, like, I don't know how to help you, but I can't. <laughs> this reminds me of the time you, you, I was chilling at Yuli's, and you came in, you're riding your bike, and you were pissed because you hit a dog. <laughs> you remember that? What? 
You were I biking. Had a dog on my bicycle. Yeah. Uh, she had uh stepped in into the the road oh, with her that's dog. Right. That's right. And you were like, and you're an animal lover, but you're like, she was a complete bitch about it. Where you were, you weren't, you were, you were concerned about the dog, but you're just mad because she was like yelling at you. It's like you're the one who fucking stepped out. Yes, I was in the bike lane, and, like, I saw this woman and her dog, and I was, like, trying to be cautious about it, and this chick, like, doesn't even look where she's stepping, and she steps out and, like, clipped the dog in the back, and I felt so guilty. like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, and she's screaming at me. I'm like, you literally walked out in front of me. Like, there's nothing I could have done. I can't believe it took you a second to remember that. <laughs> Not very oh, often God. you run into a dog. I once – so Northwestern Mutual – um, they have their big conference in Milwaukee every year because the headquarters are here and the people, some of the guys who come in just are like, they are using it as an excuse to just do whatever. Right. So I was riding home one night and I had my scooter, like my, like moped sort of scooter, just clarification, Dom, not like a razor or like, thank a you. Yeah. Scooter. <laughs> and I was sitting at an intersection and this dude is in the crosswalk and he comes and he just jumps onto the back of my scooter and he's like, will you take me to the fister? And I was like, no, oh man, you gotta get off the scooter. And he's like, come on, come on, please. It's only a couple blocks. It's only a couple blocks. And the light is starting to turn green. And I was like, dude, you need to get the F off my scooter. Like you need to get off. Like I got, I have to go. Oh my God. And he would not get off the scooter and the light was green and there's like people honking at me. So I ended up like driving this dude up three blocks to his hotel and he gets off he's like hey thanks and he like gives me this slap on the back he's like you want to come in for a drink and i was like oh my no <laughs> what's what was the name of the hotel it, it's called <laughs> yeah that's called what the fister p-f-i-s-t-e-r okay. it's the fanciest hotel in milwaukee I, it's, okay. ha it's haunted too is it yeah uh there's a espn magazine did it because all the sports players stay there they yeah. talk about how uh a lot of players are afraid to stay there. It's beautiful. And, like, there's this bar on the 23rd floor that's got, like, this panoramic view of the city. And, I mean, it's a gorgeous hotel. Uh, but yeah, so this dude jumps on my scooter, won't get off. I end up just giving in and driving him the two blocks or three blocks. And he's like, so you want, you want to go have a drink? Oh, my God. The fister. That's, uh, that's bizarre. Don't do drugs and don't drink with random dudes at the fister. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the... The takeaways. The stage, yeah. Isn't Shakers ha haunted too? Yeah, I've, that's what I've heard. I've never been there though. Have you been there? Um, I've been there a few times just for like a drink and I've had some cigars out on the patio. Like it's a cool place, but it's not like I don't seek out going there. Yeah, they, Dom, they have a, it's a bar like in a kind of a cool area, but they have like, one display humidor and their cigars are like 40 bucks or they have cubans they're like 100 bucks from what yeah. i've heard so the food's pretty good like they do yeah. really good pizza there i heard like they, they have, have good food some like a pretty high rated chef and like the drinks are good it's really cool i mean it's a building legitimately from like the 1910s like all the floors are slanted and you know, they have all, like, the weird old mirrors to make it look more haunted. I don't know. I mean, it's mm. a cool aesthetic, but I'm not sure how haunted it actually is. Yeah, I think the matches have a um, a ghost on them. Yes, they do. That's pretty cool. Interesting branding choice. Yeah, that's their thing, is you go and you can do the ghost tour. Because it's, like, actually a hotel, I think. They have a couple rooms you can stay. So, yeah. I don't really buy into that, but, you know, if that's what helps keep them 
going, then that's cool. Still a cool place to hang out. Nice. All right. Um, so the the green Mac- macanudo, is there another name for that? You just call it green label? So it's just the Inspirato green. green. So the entire Inspirato series is named after colors. So there's the orange, red, white, black, and now the green. Nice. And that's, uh, when did that ship out to places? So that was available for everybody August 4th. Cool. Yeah, three different sizes. There's a Robusto, a Toro, and a Churchill, all in the kind of $750 to $850 price point. You're in California, so it'll be like $20. Um, But (laughs) Better than $40 and $100. Uh, last question what's what's the wrapper on the on the orange because the white is ecuadorian connecticut right or the regular connecticut. and then the black is broadleaf yep and what's the orange one the orange is elancho san augustine oh well i never even heard of that What's i that mean either so in honduras um so i don't know if you remember like the cao osa so osa is the abbreviation for it elancho san augustine but it's a smaller growing region in honduras that um for a while was sort of like proprietary for general because it yields a more unique flavor it's more of like a a subtle sweetness as opposed to like typical honduran tobacco that tends to be a little bit earthier and spicier mm-hmm. um so yeah and there's some other companies now i know using a little bit more of that but yeah elancho san augustine Sweet. Yeah, I, I haven't had a um, Osa in forever. Oh, I remember when that first came out. Yeah. That was one of Rick's first cigars. Oh, nice. That he blended. I still have that sampler you got me from that Rick signed. I haven't smoked those yet. Oh, his uh, special blends, like his own blends? Yeah. Nice. I, I save a lot of shit. Uh, I don't know if you can Clearly. see, but I got uh, a cabinet humidor now. Nice. I, yeah. So I, but I, I save a, a lot of shit. I should smoke through that because I remember talking to Alex about it. You probably get it to me when you first started, and uh, Alex is like, "You got it. They're meant to be smoked. Smoke them." I'm like, yeah, I like saving shit though. But um, I got. I should pull that out and start smoking them. Yeah, there's six of them in there. And this was really good. I fi- just finished that. Nice. Now I gotta figure out what to do with this thing. I never know what to do with those. I feel guilty because it's like they're too nice to throw away, but I don't have a use for them. Uh, real quick for our listeners, Tyler's using a lot of pronouns here. He's talking about the ring, uh, the ring band on the cigar. He's um, the Macanudo Vintage um, 1997. Thank you. Yeah. Bam. Which I gave Tyler for his birthday like years ago. Uh, yeah, he was talking about his golden birthday. No one celebrates a golden birthday past age 15 that was my 29th birthday my golden birthday was when i was seven i got shafted my brother was yeah. one <laughs> january 1st uh 1990 oh he's january 1st i'm january 7th yeah so yeah these are i'll be 32 so these are th- three years old yeah and i still got 11 left now i'll smoke one on my birthday well, you know, we have a nice outdoor patio. Now that we live close, you're welcome to come down here and have a cigar whenever you want. Well, not whenever you want. Like, give us some notice. <laughs> <laughs> come check out the, the smoking lounge here. and Yeah, come over here one of these days. For sure. I thought maybe you had moved, but I knew you, were, I knew you lived by Miller Park, but I thought so, you, yeah. you guys Still bought a house. Here. Still okay. over here. We're looking to relocate, relocate. Um, oh. But kind of with the whole pandemic thing we've been just kind of putting that on hold and to be honest um 
one of our holdups for relocating was Bruce because, you know, once you have a dog, it just is an added sort of like, you know, you're a little bit more limited to where you can go if we want to rent for a year or two, figuring out where to move or whatever, and just like the logistics of actually moving. So we're like, okay, well, we'll look at it a little bit more serious once, you know, Bruce's time comes. Well, Bruce's time came earlier than we were anticipating. So now we're like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. So maybe we're hopefully like spring of next year. Any uh, spots in particular you're looking at? We've been looking at like the Tampa area. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah. So we'll see. If I had, if like traveling wasn't something I had to take into consideration, I would look at like the Pacific Northwest, either like Seattle area or Portland area. I say area because the cities themselves are very expensive and um, like there's not a lot available, but I just absolutely adore that area. But I do so much work on the East Coast, so much in Florida. Like it would be doing myself a disservice to move to the most, you know, remote northwest corner of the United States. Yeah, I like Dallas. Okay, that's uh, I like Texas. So I think I I really like like Austin. Yeah, Austin is awesome. But um, Dallas, that's where um, Southwest is is headquartered at. So if I do something with them, okay, and then oh, Love Field's their main one. Yeah, uh, and that's where yeah we have all of our headquarters uh, headquarters at. So if I want to do something else with Southwest, or and or I could just transfer transfer you know lateral one and then find a cigar shop to work at. Sure. Like Michael Michaels would be a cool place to work at. I like uh, yeah. the guys there. Well, you know Dave Lampert, right? Yeah. Yeah, he opened a cigar shop out there. Yeah, just check it out. Uh, he's um, sent me a couple messages uh, on Facebook here and there. Okay. I post my I post all these fucking stories all the time, so. He commented on one, so nice. It's nice to see him on social media. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know him that well, um, as well as uh, you and Alex knew him. But um, uh, a couple years ago, when he was with McAuliffe, he was at the Little Smoke. So yes. All right, Laurel, thank you very much for being on. Thank you uh, for having me. This was fun. It was nice to chat with you guys. We appreciate Tyler, it. Thank you. Suck. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fly out here sometime in December. No, Tyler, you should come here in December and I should go there next summer. Yeah, that seems like a good plan. You got bunk beds, bro? No. Oh, I, I, can, I don't even know how to fit everything in my room. It's so, so small. Uh, these strangers. Good luck with the move, Dom. Thanks. It'll be, uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting. Hopefully I'll get this um, edited and posted. Uh, I'd like to get it up as soon as possible, but it might not be till like Friday. Well, we'll you see. got you got time tonight. I I do. I have no time tonight. All right. Me? Yeah, we'll wrap it up. All right. Thanks, uh, Dom. Yeah. Asshole. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Laurel. Thanks. We'll have to get together soon. Yes. I mean, seriously, you have my number. Just text me. You can pop over here for a cigar. Do you know TS? TS Taylor Swift. No, he always was at Yuli's. Um, Taller, like black guy, works for Rockwell Automation. No, I just know Deuce, but uh, I, he used I, to work I, at Rockwell. You've probably met TS before. Anyway, the point is, I was saying he's coming over on Wednesday to have a cigar or so. Oh yeah, I, I'm not doing. Any, well, fuck. Wait, I could do that. I get off at six thirty. It does. It's so loud. I didn't even hear it. 
uh, freaking motorcycles up and down national. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're close. You want to come over for a cigar or, you know, you want to come show or you want to show off your cigar room, let us know. For show. For show. All right. I'll text you my schedule. Sounds good. All right. See ya. Talk to you guys later. Later. Rock and roll. Yeah.